welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And this is Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Milk by Mom. With innovative freeze-drying technology, you can store and transport breast milk effortlessly without compromising its nutritional value. And today's episode is also brought to you by Sarah's Chill. Created by a mom for mom, Sarah's Chill knows exactly how important every ounce of breast milk is. And they have an epic freezer storage system called the Milk Stash that we will hear more about later. And we will hear from both of our sponsors later. But you can head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com and check out our sponsor page where you'll find all of our sponsors. And see if you can give them any of your business. If you ever need anything, check there because they make this podcast possible. And while you're there, scroll down and enter your email address and we will send episodes straight to your inbox every week. Um, And we are also on Patreon. And shout out to Holly who just joined us. And I, uh, let's see, I don't know if there's anybody else who joined us this past week. But we hope that you will join us. And um, oh yeah, Lena also joined us. Shout out to Lena. And... We would like to see you there. Check out our tiers and see if any of it looks good to you and what your um the different benefits on the different tiers with like extra episodes and mini podcasts and our Zoom hangouts. Um, I'm also interested in if somebody is looking there and they're like, oh, they really should offer this. Like, what is that? Because we're not like Patreon experts or anything. If you have an idea or seen things that people offer and you think that's cool and you would be into that, then let us know, please, at um, badassbreastfeedingpodcast at gmail.com. And we're still hosting our ongoing giveaway. So go ahead and take the screenshots of your reviews and send them to us at that same email, badassbreastfeedingpodcast at gmail.com, along with your address. And we'll send you a little goodie bag of stickers and empowerment cards. And uh, now Diane has our review of the week. I do. And this, you sent to me. So this came to you, I think, through Instagram, maybe. Mm-hmm. It says, I can't believe I found your podcast 12 months into breastfeeding my baby girl. Just wanted to say how much listening to your podcast has set my mind at ease. I followed my gut instincts 100% throughout our feeding journey, which has made it so easy for the both of us. This is my third baby and by far the most successful breastfeeding experience so far. Despite becoming a single parent, I have not let the stigma attach, stop us having the most amazing year together. It's so refreshing to hear you guys talk. The down-to-earth practical advice you offer is really second to none. I also love how you often talk about how society has set mothers up for failure. We really need more support to give our babies the best start in life. I'm based in the northeast of England and hope to train to be a breastfeeding advisor someday so I can support other mothers on this incredible journey called motherhood. It's amazing. And I love how she Mm. says that she followed her gut instinct and that we kind of let her know that that was the right thing to do. And yeah. that's awesome. Love it. And I hope she yeah. does become a breastfeeding counselor. She'd be wonderful at I it. I know. That's what I said. I'm pretty sure that's what I said to her. was like, do it. Yeah. She'd be so good. Anybody who can do anything on any level, just do it. Yeah. Be a supporter. Be a supporter. Can yeah. do it. <laughs> how we all start just by going there's not enough of us let's all do it yeah just end up being a yeah be a supporter start a podcast start a blog yeah 
Right, go get parents. like a, you can get a little, you can get certified online, I'm sure, for yeah, certain things. Absolutely. You don't all, you don't have to like go through all the like things to become an IBCLC like right away. There's all kinds of ways. We have an episode on this, don't we? Oh, we do. Of all mm-hmm. the like ways that you can. You can be a, a advocate. Yeah. So definitely if you're thinking about it, we support you for sure. And All right. today yeah. we're going to talk about supplementing. Yeah, we are. Uh, there's, I don't know if you can hear, there's like, they're playing video games in the next room and they're really loud and they're screaming. <laughs> um, so sorry if you hear like screaming, they're fine. <laughs> they're fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. Supplementing. Yeah. This, I don't know. I feel like this conversation, I can't remember why this came. There was some reason why it came to my mind. There was like a couple of things along the way. First of all, you saw your thing at Target. Yeah. Which I thought was really interesting, which you can tell us about. And then I was thinking about how, you know, sometimes we need to supplement and mm-hmm. the, but when and how and all of that, cause we're never told that, you know, you're like, just like, Oh, right. just supplement for a while. Bye. Um, and then just like all the marketing around it. So I don't know. It's just like a chock full episode of, I don't know. I might go on a reenter too. Diane has some information for you as a lactation consultant. Well, the first thing I want to say <laughs> is that if you are told that you have to supplement, it's okay. It doesn't mean you're going to always supplement. And Abby and I are proof of that. We both had to supplement our babies and... I don't know. How long did you supplement for? But I think that's the key. Uh, a couple months, I think. Yeah. And I, I know months? I supplemented the twins for a month until I could figure out how to get my act together with them and figure yeah. out what to do. And then after the, after the first month, I never supplemented them again. And then, but I think a lot of people really do feel like once you start, because it can be hard to get off of, especially if you're not given any kind of support. Well, yeah. And you're not. And that's the thing is that you go mm-hmm. into the hospital. Usually it's a hospital and you go... And they say, oh, you need to supplement. And some of the times they're not right. Like in my case, I didn't really need to supplement, but I didn't know. I don't think they knew either. And they were just like, oh, just, you know, it's just that the formula is so, has so much infiltrated our healthcare system that it's just reflex now for, for the hospital staff, for everybody. It's just like, oh, just supplement for a little while. And that's what she said to me. She said, just supplement for a little while and then until your milk comes in. Okay. Well, then, then you leave the hospital after a couple days and now even shorter without being given any direction on how to, how to stop supplementing. And that's where like the next problem comes in, right? Because then it's usually like, okay, I'm now I'm supplementing and your baby's not at the breast as much. And so you're, body's maybe not going to make as much milk as it would if your baby had been just breastfeeding the whole time. Right. And then you're on this kind of downward spiral. And often, I mean, I don't know if if often is the right word, but from what I have seen, whenever anybody tells me that they are supplementing, I always ask them if they're supplementing with their own milk. Because if it's a situation like where maybe the baby's not gaining well or, you know, like there's some kind of other issue once you're home from the hospital and the pediatrician says that they want you to supplement. Yeah. You can supplement with your own milk. Sometimes Mm -hmm. they don't say that, 
but that's the preferred way to go. And sometimes yeah. they just say, oh, okay, supplement. And they just kind of, that's about, it. and I, I've always asked parents like, are you, you can supplement with your own milk or did you ask about supplementing with your own milk? And sometimes they'll be like, oh no, they didn't, you know, mention that or. I think we don't think that's supplementing. They, Right. Yeah. We don't, we don't just think don't about think that, of that as, as like that. We're supplementing. It's like, well, it's my own milk. Why would that even be called supplementing? Right. So I just, you just automatically think of formula. You just blew my mind right now. Because yeah. you're right. <laughs> like, that is so true. No, I don't think true. people think about it as supplementing. You don't think yeah. about it like that. It's like, well, th- why would that even be called supplementing? Right. And why, <sighs> I mean, but also like, why are we directed to pump? And we can supplement with that milk, but why, but not directed to like breastfeed on demand. I know it's weird. We're like, really I think backwards. It's, it's things really, are really it's backwards. Just, this is just highlights. Like even you and I are confused. Like we don't like it. Just highlights how little lactation information there is in the medical world. I have seen this habit, and I've. I mean, like I have seen people that were supplementing. And I'd be like, okay, how often is this happened? Not that long ago, and th- which is why it's sticking out in my head. I was like, how often is the baby eating? And they're like, oh, like every four or five hours. When he wakes up, we feed him because they never, never got any other guidance. Yeah, right, right. So then they're and then they're supplementing on top of it, and I'm like, no, th- we, uh, ah, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, There's, this isn't right. Like, I didn't yeah. know what to say. Yeah. Like, I wasn't expecting that. I was like, oh, no, this baby should be eating like every two hours. Yeah. Two, two and a half at the most, three at the most. And so th- he's getting, you know, like sm- smaller, more frequent feeds, which is what is more comfortable for babies and how it should be instead of feeding large amounts including supplementation every four to five hours. Like that's not what we're, that's not how it's supposed to be. Feeding on demand is supposed to be, you know, more frequent, which is what keeps your milk supply. And then you've got a milk supply problem going on because the baby's not stimulating your surprise. Like it really does cause a lot of issues. And I had another client one time, and these are the two that just stick out of my head because the one was just recently. And then the other one was, I, was just a long-term thing. And it was like, she was supplementing. The baby was newborn. She's supplementing. But again, the feeds were stretched out to like three or four hours. Mm. And I'm like, why is the baby only going to the breast every three to four hours? We should be putting the baby to the breast more frequently, supplementing less. Because if, and then she was told she had a milk supply problem. Well, then why aren't we feeding more at the breast? I don't understand that. Right. If our goal is to breastfeed, which right. uh, which we would assume in these situations, if somebody is trying that 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 is the goal, then because sometimes it's not. Sometimes people are like, I just want to bottle feed and that's fine. Right. But like if you're trying to breastfeed, then like there's certain things you need to do to get that milk supply to where it needs to be. And the baby nursing there, we don't need all this other stuff. Now, if it's a situation where the baby is not gaining well or the latch is horrible and yeah. you've got this horrible nipple pain and we need to be supplementing and some, cause sometimes supplementing is unavoidable. Sometimes right. it just is unavoidable. And those are the situations where it's like, okay, this is okay. It's not going to be forever because sometimes it can feel devastating if you came into this wanting to only breastfeed. Mm-hmm. So 
it can be, you know, can feel like I didn't really want to supplement. Now I have to supplement and I don't really want to give the baby formula and, you know, like whatever the situation may be. I mean, this is, that is kind of why there is formula if there's no milk available for the baby and the baby, we need to gain weight and we need to, but you should be working with a lactation consultant because we want to make sure we're not over supplementing either. There's a healthy balance there where we're not overfeeding. And sometimes they just say, oh, just give the baby two ounces and your baby's like three days old. And we want them to breastfeed. And it's like, okay, they're not breastfeeding well because they're getting too much supplement. So we really need to balance it out and make sure that we're not overdoing it. And I mean, I've definitely had families that were like, I don't want to give formula. I would rather use my own milk. And they had to battle that out too. Your own milk is always the preferred method. Always. Yeah. Or someone else's. Or or, absolutely. Absolutely. Because donor milk is absolutely a safe option as well. And if you don't, you don't have to use formula if you don't want to. There are other options. You have lots of options. Yeah. Don't feel like you're kind of pigeonholed into one thing. Right. And and you, and I'm going to bring, I talk about Amanda on this podcast a lot. I hope she knows this. I feel like she needs to pay me. (laughs) I don't know why. I should pay her, I guess. Um, she was, she had her baby after a breast surgery, mm-hmm. a breast reduction surgery, her third baby. And then she was told that the baby wasn't gaining well and that she should supplement. And she was, so she was supplementing and and it just, she felt like she was just never making the amount of milk that she had made with her other two kids before her breast surgery. And of course, you know, she did have that breast surgery. So it's like always in your mind, like, well, you know, usually it's fine to breastfeed. We don't know. Maybe sometimes it does affect it. But she continued to supplement and was continued. And then, and then this is what happens to a lot of people too. Cause that happened to her where people are like, or the, her midwife was like, well, you need to, the baby needs to gain this amount of weight by this date. Or mm-hmm. I have to refer you to a, like a pediatrician. So then, she is freaking out, like, you know, trying to stuff the baby full of whatever she can find to, I mean, not whatever she can find, but like pizza. Yeah. <laughs> that always works for me. I um, know, right? Chocolate. Pizza. Yeah. Uh, trying to, which is like not how people gain weight, like, you know, by just like eating as much as you can really fast. That's not how baby's going to gain weight. So you're in this like impossible situation. Where she just, I think, and she, and then she started getting donor milk, donor milk, and she continued to supplement. I think the whole entire time, um, while she was nursing. So you know, yeah, sometimes it does happen. Sometimes you don't even know exactly what's going on, and sometimes supplementing is just necessary. Right. And yeah. when you, so if you have you ever recommended that somebody supplement for a period of time? Yeah, for sure. And so what, like how, because people, so if do you, the problem is you go into the hospital and they're like, okay, you need to supplement or somebody tell her the doctor or whatever tells you to supplement. And then you're like, okay. And then they always tell you something weird, some crazy amount. And so mm-hmm. how are you supposed to know? Like, how are you actually supposed to know how to do it? So I always recommend, and this is one of the things that we do is a weighted feed. So this is why it's really important oh. to see a lactation consultant because you can do a weighted feed and which all, all that means is we are weighing the baby 
before a feeding and weighing the baby right after the feeding. We're not changing a diaper. We're not dressing them. We're not doing anything. I mean, if they can be just in a clean diaper that's preferred, just, you know, way before, way after. And that gives us, I mean, it's not a perfect science, but it does give us a good idea of what the baby is taking in. And we can also be watching the feeding and a lactation consultant can tell, will be able to tell you like, okay, your baby is transferring milk. We know that the baby is nursing or baby's not transferring milk. Well, let's, we need to figure out why they're not transferring this milk. And, you know, until we figure out this issue, okay. And, you know, 20 minutes, they took half an ounce, which means you're going to probably need to supplement with about an ounce, ounce and a half. Yeah. So there's Um, no, it's impossible for there to be some blanket number. Right. Because each baby is going to be different with whatever reason um, they are having trouble transferring milk and how much milk they're able to transfer. Or if they do, and then it's it's hard because then the parents like, well, what do I know what they're doing when you go home? But then they know, like, if I'm if they're sitting with me and I'm telling them, like, this is what we're watching for, this is what we're seeing, and then I could say, if your baby feeds like this at home, this is kind of what you can expect to 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 have to do, and to watch for cues. I mean, if you're giving them, you know, two a two ounce bottle after a breastfeed and they're spitting it all up, obviously that's yeah. too much. So yeah. it's not, you know, we know that we can scale it down. You could also start slow, start with an ounce yeah, and see how your baby I mean, does. Like, why, how would it ever be two ounces? That just seems like a lot. It's uh, That's just like the number. It I is know, a but lot. That's too much. That's always the number like that people that's a blanket, say. That blanket number is too much. It is. It is. I agree with you. Yeah. And I think, I really wonder if it's like, well... If it's kind of based on what's easiest to make, you know what I mean? If we're talking oh, about yeah. formula, yeah, it like might be it that in those that's batches or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and I mean, of course they're going to, it's like, yeah, it's like we recommend that you, you know, I don't know, take this amount of this and then you take more and then you buy more. I don't know. That's what I'm, I'm always like, everybody knows I'm always on the lookout for that. Yeah. Just the marketing part of it. And sometimes depending on, you know, because sometimes it's not, depending on the situation, sometimes I'll even say, just give the baby whatever you can pump. If you pumped half an ounce, give the baby oh, yeah. half an ounce. If you pump an ounce, give the baby an ounce, um, you know, depending on what the situation is. But if we have a serious like weight gain issue, then we definitely want to make sure we're not over supplementing. And that's usually what Mm -hmm. I tell people, like we need to do weighted feed so that we we're not doing, we're not over supplementing because that's going to cause problems. And people think that it's, you know, Oh, well let's just get the baby fed and the weight up. So how is over supplementing or how is overfeeding an issue? I've had people ask me that. How is overfeeding an issue? Right. It's a baby. Shouldn't they eat as much as they can? Right. But no, I mean overfeeding causes a lot of problems. It can cause stomach stretching, it can cause fussiness, it can cause reflux, it can cause discomfort for your baby. I mean just how we feel when we overeat. It's not mm-hmm. comfortable. And then you can get a really fussy baby. Well, especially and, overfeeding with the supplementing if you're trying to breastfeed. Right. Then they're not going to want a nurse. Exactly. Then you're just then it's just that whole cycle again. Oh, it's so frustrating. Yes, let's uh, take a moment to cool off. 
with some cool ads <laughs> from our cool <laughs> sponsors. <laughs> and we come back, you got to tell the Target story because I want to talk about oh, the marketing yeah. part of this. I can't, I have to. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay, we'll be right back. Today's episode is sponsored by Milk by Mom. For moms who know the importance of providing the very best for their babies, we're thrilled to introduce a game-changing solution. Milk by Mom is on a mission to modernize how we nourish breastfed infants, offering the convenience and flexibility of formula while preserving all the goodness of breast milk. With innovative freeze-drying technology, you can store and transport breast milk effortlessly without compromising its nutritional value. This movement, spearheaded by founder Tirza, is all about empowering breastfeeding mothers and educating parents on the incredible benefits of breast milk. Don't miss this opportunity to provide your baby with the best. Head to milkbymom.com and use code BADASS for 10% off of your order. Your baby deserves the goodness of breast milk now with the convenience you need. Embrace the future of infant nutrition and join the movement at milkbymom.com. And today's episode is also brought to you by Sarah's Chill, a company that never stops making the lives of breastfeeding parents easier. Tons of expensive landfill plastic and short-term products are so yesterday. Created by a mom for mom, Sarah's Chill knows how important every ounce of breast milk is. Their epic freezer storage system, the Milk Stash, is the solution to all freezer stash problems. No more leaking bags, wasted milk, or crammed, disorganized freezer spaces. Spaces. The Milk Stash freezes milk in perfectly portioned one half ounce cubes. So you can easily defrost the exact amount of milk you need for a bottle without wasting an entire bag. It's space saving, easy to clean, and great for teething nets too. So it's like a little ice cube tray with one half ounce uh, little cubes of breast milk. The Milk Stash is FSA, HSA reimbursable and lasts a lifetime. Use it for frozen baby food and purees, fruit-infused cubes, or jello shots for that block party after your journey is over. This is truly breast milk storage reimagined. Head to Sarah's Chill and check out the Milk Stash and all of their awesome, cool products there that help make um, breastfeeding and pumping and all of that so much easier. Sarah'sChill.com, C-E-R-E-S-C-H-I-L-L.com. Check them out on Instagram with the same name and use code BADASS for 15% off of your purchase. And all of our sponsors and their promo codes can be found in our show notes under this episode, wherever you're listening from. You can also head to BadassBreastfeedingPodcast.com and check out that sponsor page with all of our sponsors. And... Uh, you will also find over there uh, all of our other episodes. There's so many episodes now. There's, I don't know, 300s. Lots, yeah. <laughs> Lots. Um, 50 or something, yeah. Wow. Well, uh, and you'll find all of that, and you'll find our Diane Cassidy consulting page where you can uh, find out about your very own online, one-on-one lactation consultation with Diane. Yes. So, so tell the Target story. All right. So Target, they teamed up. I don't think, I mean, supposedly they weren't sharing revenue. And this campaign just ended in October. So it was going for a couple of months with Bobby Formula. This is going to sound like an ad for Bobby Formula, but it's not. Trust me. Trust um, us. We don't do ads for Formula. No. With Bobby Formula and LV. 
pump, the LV wearable pump as like a combo feeding prop mm-hmm. at Target. Now Target, so Bobby, from what I understand, Bobby Formula had run on a, like a subscription. It wasn't um, like a, like diaper subscription kind of thing, uh, you know, like uh-huh. the, to get it. So Target was actually the very first store that took Bobby in. So Target is kind of, it's kind of a big deal for them to be in a big box store like that because they were not, um, they were not in the stores. So they're, you know, so then they, they got accepted to get into Target and then they did a campaign. uh, It was like a combo feeding because it shouldn't be all or nothing kind of idea um, with LV pump and Bobby formula at Target and they had them like on the end caps and it was really kind of like an in your face kind of campaign for several months. And it just supposedly just ended in October. Now. Yeah. Now that just smells so fishy to me. I know. I mean, it's so obvious. I mean, all of these things are Bobby and Elvie weren't sharing resume. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because we're just, it's again with the formula marketing of like, it's just like it's like that weird person. You say you're in a conversation with like a whole bunch of people, and there's this one person who just keeps like <laughs> this is a ridiculous analogy, but it just reminded me <laughs> came to my mind. And there's somebody who just like keeps interjecting and like it doesn't like it's not useful information. I feel like that's what formula is doing. It's like we're all over here talking about breast milk. Like, okay, we want to breastfeed. Okay, and but I also have to work. Okay, so pumps. Yes, that, that obviously that's something that we need. And like, how are we going to get our baby's breast milk? Because that's what we want. That's just all of us over here talking about this. We're not saying anything mm-hmm. about anybody. And then formula is just like, well, what about me? Well, no, because you need to have me too. But what about me too? And it, it yeah, because of course you know we're in a time right now where. Breastfeeding is getting lots of airplay, you know, that people are really pushing it. And so the formula companies are like, okay, yeah, like what kind of partnerships can we like? It's, it's, this is like marketing 101. People literally go to school and learn this. And there's all of these employees there that are like, let's do this, let's do that. The bottom line is how do we increase revenue? Right. And that's just all it is. And so now we're like, okay, cool. Like, you know, yeah, well, you know, just, if you know, you don't, you don't have to make that decision. It doesn't have to be all or nothing, you know? And it's like, okay, if you have a lactation consultant telling you that, listening to you, what your goals are and saying like, okay, here's what we can do to help you like, you know, manage feeding your baby and trying to meet your goals. Okay. But a company saying like, oh, no, but, you know, you might need us in a way that like just affects people so deeply and affects babies so much. And I don't know. It's just, I don't like it. I saw a parent this week and she's somebody that I saw. it's illegal in like most countries. It it is illegal. Anyway, sorry. Or illegal. I saw a parent this week and... I had seen, I knew her, I saw her with her first, with her last baby and then, you know, saw her with this baby and the baby's like four months now and not gaining well. And she went to, she ended up seeing a different lactation consultant who took her insurance and I mean, and then she saw me too. So she ended up seeing two lactation consultants, but she did see the other lactation consultant who told her 
you have to supplement. And she kept saying, I don't, I don't want to use formula. I have plenty of milk. And the the lactation consultant said, this is why we have formula. It's for this. And really just kind of kept pushing it. Which, and she was very upset that the client that I, you know, my client, she was very, very upset. She's like, they're, they weren't listening to me. Yeah. They didn't understand that this is not what I wanted to do. I have plenty of milk. That's not how I wanted to supplement her. And yeah. she's like, and I was really feeling like I was, I was not being heard. Yeah. Which was very upsetting to her. And that's, this is a really important piece. Like if you're not being heard, it doesn't, matter who it is like find somebody who's going to hear you and help you make a plan based on what your needs are and that's not going to be a company or a box on a shelf right like any which way right i I know we we, i mean I, i think capitalism and marketing and all that is so we are so it's so ingrained in our society we just think it's normal but it's not this is not a normal thing like it's not happening all over the world. You don't go to other countries and see just like the insane amount of formula marketing like on TV and in stores and I mean, you know, other products too, but you know, this conversation is about formula. Um you just don't see it. But we think this is normal. It's just normal to have companies shoving their products in your face and telling you all kinds of things that make you feel like you need it. Right. Now, when I, and and it's, I have two things I want to say. One thing about that is if you have made the decision, if you're like, I know my baby needs to be supplemented. I'm, you know, breastfeeding. The baby needs to be supplemented. I don't feel like pumping or I don't want to pump or I'm not good at pumping or pumping in me just don't, work, whatever, and you choose to give formula, that's a whole different situation because you're making a you're making a decision based on what you want to do. Right. Which well, is yeah. fine. That's what we want you to do. We want you to make a decision based on what you want to do. I was never told like when I had my twins, I was told, oh, you can just breastfeed one feeding and formula feed the next feeding. You don't have to try to breastfeed, just breastfeed them. Like that's what I was told. Mm-hmm. And I was given formula by my doctor's office and I supplemented them once a day until I could figure out how to get like how, how to balance everything. Mm-hmm. So nobody ever told me you, sh- you can pump and give formula that or and give your own breast milk. Like nobody ever told me that I was figuring it out on my own because yeah, I was right. given yeah. formula from a doctor's office. Right. That was why I was giving formula. Right. Like, I wasn't yeah. given the options. Yeah, and maybe I would have said, this is easier to give formula while I figure this out, then fine. Like, then let me make my own decision. But it wasn't, it wasn't like that. And if your goal, I mean, if your goal is to breastfeed, either, you know, all or partial or whatever, as we've seen throughout this episode, like you really need to be working with a lactation consultant to do that properly. And I think that's the other thing is just like, oh, you can just just go home and just supplement. Just figure it out on your own. It's okay. Just do it on your own. And that sucks. Like it's not going to work. Yeah, because because everybody's everybody every baby's need is completely different when it comes mm-hmm. to that. 
And you might feel like, oh, you should know what to do because this is your baby and everything. But this is a brand new situation. This is brand new. Your baby doesn't know what's going on and you don't know what's going on. Like it's right. Partner doesn't go on. know what's going on. Nobody knows what's happening. (laughs) You're sleep deprived and you're trying to like figure out what this baby needs. Yeah. It's okay to get some help there. Yeah. You need to get help. And, yeah. and the, I mean, and, and in the world of shoulds, the help should be free and the formula mm-hmm. should be free. In a plain container without a bunch of lies on the cover. Right. You know, just, it should just be there as needed for free. But of course it's not. So we have to just, we have so many you know, blockades and billboards and all these things that are just making everything confusing to navigate. But a lactation consultant will know, should know. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just heard a story about a lactation consultant pushing formula. But... <laughs> I mean, and people, well, can I use formula? Like, yeah, if that's what you want to use, you absolutely can use formula. If you want to use your own milk, you can do that too. If you want to do both of those things, if you don't have enough of your own milk and you want to use, you know, a little bit of your own milk, a little bit of formula, you can use that too. There's lots of options for supplementing, but using your own milk is always like the first and foremost choice. If you can do that, if it's possible. Um, and then supplementing shouldn't, if it's a situation where like, I mean, Amanda was a different story because of the surgery and everything. I mean, some people do supplement because of low milk supply and things like that. And they still breastfeed, but then they supplement for the majority of their breastfeeding relationship. Mm -hmm. But that's not the norm. Right. You should be able to just supplement until we get the baby to where we need to be or until we solve the problem and then go back to just regular breastfeeding. If that's your goal. Yeah, but, it, but then, yeah, because you're in the hospital, but you're giving, given this formula and you're told to supplement and then you leave and you're going to the pediatrician's office who they don't know anything about breastfeeding or supplementing or anything like that. So you're, it's like, it's supposed to be a short term thing, but like nobody knows that. Nobody tells right. you that. Right, well, maybe they do. Well, I mean, she, the woman in the hospital told me, just supplement until your milk comes in. Well, but then I was at home all by myself. I didn't know what to do. Do I just yeah. stop cold turkey? Do I? What if I don't have enough milk yet? Like, wh- I, I had no idea what to do. Right. It's confusing and it's scary. And I've had plenty of parents where I've said to them, it's okay if you're supplementing right now. It doesn't mean you're supplementing forever. And they're like, really? Like, yeah, absolutely. I feel like when you, I feel like when you have a baby, everything feels like forever. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, Everything that you're doing feels like it's going on, going on forever. You know, the sleepless nights, <laughs> the oh. like everything that goes on, you're just like, oh my God, this is my life now. This is horrible. But you can't have that. You, it's like we don't have that ability in that, in that time to have the broader view like this is short term. Because um, either, first of all, you're not told it or it's just not the way you're thinking when you have a a new baby. You're not like, oh, things will change down the line because you've never been there before. Right. You don't know. It can feel really confusing and lonely and vulnerable. So- yeah. I mean, that was the only, that was what helped me or that was the thing when I was supplementing was to finally call a lactation consultant. 
who was like, oh, this happens all the time. Like what you're dealing with is so common. And, you know, this is what we can do. And it was once I just had a conversation with somebody else about it and somebody who knew what was going on. I mean, I felt like I was in. I felt like I was in I was in such a deep hole. But then when I talked to her, I was like, "Okay, it's not that deep of a hole because she was like, we'll just do this and it'll be fine. Everything will be fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of times it's not as bad as what we're thinking it is. And you just need to talk to somebody that's familiar with the situation. Right. And can help you to navigate through it. Because I think part of feeling what part of it feeling so scary is that you don't have a plan. Right. There's like no plan. There's no idea what's going on. And it's like, what do I do? But once you talk to somebody who's like, this is what we're doing. This is the problem. This is what we're going to do. And, you know, this. Boom, that's it. You know, I mean, can really make you feel much, much better. Yeah. But like you said, it's, you know, in the world of shoulds, it should be covered by your insurance. And the majority of the time it is not. Yeah, and that person who knows should be standing right there as you give birth, telling mm-hmm. you all the right things. And they're not. That's not happening either. No. Yeah, so I hope this is helpful. <laughs> I really yeah. do. I mean, I think it's a really interesting topic because so many people are supplementing and so many people have no idea why you know, that they can eventually stop that how and how to stop, Mm -hmm. you know, we just don't know any of these things and it's, yeah. So again, I mean, the, the advice is always to get with a lactation consultant. Yeah. That's the best thing to do. And they'll help you through. Yeah. They'll help you. You, you, you can, you can get pa- if you want to get past the supplementing part. You you can most mm-hmm. likely do that. Absolutely. So thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.